sport's greatest moments. Chris Boardman is now the holder of the most coveted cycling record in the world. It is the ultimate pure time trial. It's incredibly risky because there is no second place. You win or you lose. What there is is a track, black line and a clock. The World Hour record measures the distance a cyclist can travel around a track in one hour. While Olympic distances and events have changed many times over the years, the basic conditions for the hour record remain the same. Since the first record, set in 1876 on a penny farthing, the hour record has been regarded as the ultimate test of an individual's strength and stamina. The hour record was always sort of like your blue ribboned record within cycling and all the, the greats that attacked it and that's that's really what attracted us to it to actually get a name on the on the trophy as it were alongside of Eddie Merckx and Francesco Moser and some you know real all-time cycling greats. The benchmark for the modern day hour record was set by legendary Belgian cyclist Eddie Merckx in 1972. He covered a distance of 49.431 kilometers on a traditional bike. The record stood until the 1980s, when the introduction of science and technology to cycling launched a remarkable period of 20 years during which the record was repeatedly broken. The man who sparked this trend was Francesco Moser. Il professor Del Monte eh, ebbe quest'idea di, 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 di costruire le ruote lenticolari e abbiamo trovato una ditta che si occupava di carbonio, ha detto io posso farvi le ruote, eh, ho battuto il record e non avevo fatto proprio una grandissima fatica a battere il record, anche perché avevamo una grande preparazione e il 23 abbiamo fatto di nuovo il record e ho battuto da, da 50.808 a 51.151 e poi siamo rientrati in Italia insomma. In 1993, two Brits stepped into the arena to take on the record. The first of these was Graham Obrey, riding a handmade steel tube bike with carbon fibre tri-spoke wheels and a radical new praying mantis-style riding position. While Moser introduced new materials and innovative bike design for his record attempts, Obrey concentrated on the aerodynamic aspect of long-distance time trialling. It's my ambition since I was 15. First thing that inspired me, the world hour record, the ultimate one day ride. The ultimate inspiration for me was Merckx and Moser. Especially Moser with his, his uh, infusion of technology, pushing the limits of uh, aerodynamics and bike technology. That started a whole era of technological innovation. It was the beauty of it, the purity and beauty of it. It's the law of the jungle. It's, like, it's, uh, it's the ultimate law of the jungle, isn't it? There's a track, ride round it, you break the record and get all the glory, or you don't break it and you go away and feel like nothing for years. Aubrey broke the record covering 51.596 kilometres in a ride that changed his life. Yeah, I think that Graham Aubrey is really the example of how innovation can help your performance. I think that Graham Aubrey raced against people who were probably athletically more gifted than he was but 
when aerodynamics is 90% of the resistance, the body is two thirds of that, and you come up with a better body position than everybody else, it doesn't matter that the watts you push is maybe 10% less than the other guy. If your aerodynamic resistance is 20% less, you're the winner. Hot on the heels of the innovative Scotsman Obrey was the second British challenger, Olympic champion Chris Boardman, who just six days later broke the record on a bike with carbon airfoil tubing, triathlon handlebars and carbon quad spoke wheels. What appealed to me about the hour record was its seeming simplicity. There was a huge irony in that it just looked like you ride around in circles until someone says stop. But where it gets complex is you can do that in any way that you like from a positional point of view, from to within, within parameters, equipment point of view, um, a pacing strategy, absolutely critical with something like this. And at 10 o'clock this morning, Chris Borman to an enormous cheer from a stadium packed with 2,000 spectators, rolls now and the attempt is on for the World Hour Record. 1993 was our first attempt on the World Hour Record and it came off the back of the Olymp winning the Olympic Games in 1992. This is unbelievable, no one has ever been inside 23 minutes at the 20 kilometres distance in the hour record before. Chris Boardman is on a schedule now to annihilate this record. History in the making and one of the sport's greatest moments. Foreman now, it's only a question of how far can he go. The record will shortly be his. 57 minutes, 28.749 at 50 kilometres. But it's a record and there's no doubt about that. The gunner's gone. Chris Foreman is now the holder of the most coveted cycling record in the world. Over the next three years, the World Hour record was broken a further five times on increasingly esoteric bikes. However, the international cycling body, the UCI, stepped in to outlaw Graham Obrey's praying mantis style and tightened the rules on approved bikes and body position. I think you should get a medal from the UCI instead of having a position banned, but it's uh, not easy to be popular when you uh, upset the apple cart. So I think Graham Obrey is everything that's right about this sport, and uh, I, I think that his accomplishments in the hour record are really... Uh, some of the most exciting that we've seen in, in the history of the hour record. In 1996, Chris Boardman broke the record on a futuristic bike designed by Lotus Cars, using a Superman position. This position was designed by Graham Obrey and involved the rider being stretched out to cut the aerodynamic drag. At this point, the arc of technology and ergonomics had reached its peak. Now, I'd been labelled because of Lotus spikes at the Olympic Games and then using the Superman position to, to some good effect uh, as one of the people that was really pushing technology in, in the sport of cycling. Um, and it had really hit in, in the mid-90s when there was all sorts of wacky ideas coming in. And it was uh, Samaranch actually at the Olympic Games who said this doesn't look like a bike race anymore. And the Union Cyclist International set about, set about changing the rules to to wind back the clock a bit to make keep a bike looking like a bike. It was time for the World Hour record to return to basics, with Chris Boardman making a record attempt reminiscent of Eddie Merckx's ride in 1972 on a traditional bike. But it was just a mark we wanted to set, but it captured people's imagination and the UCI got involved very late in the day and uh, decided to adopt it as the, the athlete's hour record and the record was eventually broken by, uh, by just 10 metres. With advances in technology stripped away, the world hour record was broken by a distance of 10 metres, 
a mere 0.02%, 28 years after Eddie Merckx set the benchmark. With the purity of the test preserved by stringent UCI rules, what does the future hold for this prestigious prize in cycling? How far can man go in one hour? When there are rules, there's a way to get to the edge of the rules and still get an advantage. I mean, as the rules get tighter and tighter, the advantage you can find is smaller, but still today you can make a frame within those rules, let's say the Eddie Merckx rules that you know state that a bike should look like the one that Eddie Merckx wrote uh, 40 years ago to set his record. Within those rules, you can still make a frame that's a lot faster than the one that Eddie Merckx actually used.